Today's episode is a long overdue life update. (laughs) I hope it brings you the perfect amount. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Perfect Amount, hosted by me, Ariana Mount. And um, yeah, I know what you're thinking before you even have to say it. It has been a minute since you've last heard my voice over this lovely microphone. I know it has. Um, But maybe you can, you know, kind of cut me some slack considering the current situation of the world. Ever heard of a little thing called COVID-19, coronavirus, pandemic, you know, that whole situation? Um, No, but really it has been, my life has just been kind of flipped upside down as has everyone's over the past couple months. Um, So I'm not trying to like, you know, throw out an excuse, but if you're looking for one, I guess that is my excuse. (laughs) But I'm back. So, you know, that's all that matters, right? But today's episode is just kind of going to be a life update on what's been going on, what my life has looked like these past few months, because I don't know if y'all know, I'm sure you do, but Georgia is kind of like back open for business. And by kind of, I mean, it is. Things really kind of feel like they're back to normal here. So I feel like I'm kind of like post quarantine. So I know if you're not in Georgia, this is probably going to be really annoying or maybe it's not. Maybe you'll be able to like live through me if you're still in quarantine. I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm going to talk about, you know, what quarantine was like and then kind of what it's like now kind of being on the other side of it. But first, let's talk about, you know, these past few weeks and what I've been up to. So a few weeks ago at the beginning of May, actually, I went home back to South Carolina to pay a little visit to my family. And let me just tell you, that was so much needed. So I really hadn't seen my family. I went home last in January, uh, the very beginning of January for my mom's birthday. Um, And that was the last time my mom actually came and saw me in Savannah a little bit after that. She came and visited me, which I think I talked about on my last episode. Um, but I hadn't seen anyone else in my family since January. So it had been a really long time. And it is just kind of hard just because like since I work in TV and since I work weekends, my work schedule is really weird. And so my weekends are Mondays and Tuesdays. And so if I were to go home during my weekends, you know, it's not the same weekend as like my family and so they'd be working and so I just kind of be sitting there like alone like it would just it's just weird and then COVID-19 happened you know so I didn't want to go home because my mom is a nurse practitioner so she's in the medical field and so I didn't want to go you know I didn't I'm still out reporting in contact with people I mean I was taking safety precautions working from home and like interviewing people remotely whenever possible but I was still you know out doing things so I didn't want to you know possibly expose any of my family members to that Um, and my nana now lives in our hometown too both of my nanas and they're you know they see my family a lot so I just didn't personally want to make the trip over there and possibly expose them if that makes sense so that's kind of why it was so long of me not seeing my family Um, but my little sister is back home now and she was like dying for me to come visit and my parents told me, you know, that they would like to see me too. So that was the weekend of Cinco de Mayo. So I went home during my weekend, like that Monday, Tuesday, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. I had some good sister time. I saw my little sister because she's home and we got some good bonding time. I got to see one of my nanas. Um, since it was Cinco de Mayo, we did like a little fiesta one night actually we did like kind of two because that day we did like taco bell during the day and then at night we what did we do we did something mexican 
Oh my gosh, now I can't remember. Did we go out to eat? Oh my god. What did we do? Oh, we went to, we got, um, what's it called? Chili's. We got Chili's takeout because they were doing like a special. I was like, I'm so confused. Yeah, so we did that. Does anyone else, my parents and my family think that it's crazy that I consider Chili's a Mexican place, but it is, right? Am I the, like they have chips and salsa? Am I the only one that thinks that? Well, I guess they kind of agree with me now because we got it first in Cinco de Mayo. But <laughs> yeah, so that was what we did. Oh, and when we were home, me and my little sister did TikToks, which I don't really make TikToks, but she was trying to teach me the savage dance, which I know is like so old, old news by this point. But I still hadn't learned it. And so she wanted to teach it to me. And that was like the easiest one because I am straight up not a dancer. Like I literally cannot dance. And you should have seen it took me forever to get the savage dance nailed down. Like I kept forgetting it. Yeah, but we did that and we did the Carol Baskin Savage remix too. So we had like two of those, which was fun. Oh my God. We also made this TikTok where, so like Mackenzie, her, so if you don't know, she's 19, I think. Yeah, she just had a birthday. So, and I'm 22, about to be 23. So we're four years apart and she, <laughs> her style is just like way different than mine. Like she likes like, you know, big sneakers and like biker shorts and oversized t-shirts and like high-waisted jeans and like that whole vibe and so we made this tiktok where she dressed me in like her clothes like her outfits like she styled me in like three or four different outfits and the beginning of the tiktok was like my sister is a reporter and our styles are very different and there's like pictures of me like reporting and videos and it's like so i decided to dress her like me and then it does like all these quick cuts of her of me and her outfits and yeah it was pretty good so i'll p go post that on my podcast Instagram, which reminds me, I just started an Instagram for this podcast. Sorry to bury the lead six minutes into this episode. But yeah, I started an uh, Instagram for this podcast. It's called The Perfect Amount Podcast. Easy enough. So go look me up and give me a follow because I'm going to be posting kind of like behind the scenes stuff for the podcast, some inspirational stuff, just, you know, day in the life stuff, things like that. And I've been kind of working on creating different like posts for that. So it's going to be super fun. Go tell your friends to follow me and I'll like create polls that we can talk about on the podcast and just stuff like that. So at the perfect amount podcast on Instagram. But yeah, I can post maybe that that TikTok on there on my story or something because I thought it was pretty good. So that was my time home. It was just very much needed and kind of like the highlight of my past month, really. Also, another highlight of my past month was last weekend. So the 18th and 19th, again, my quote unquote weekend, Monday, Tuesday, I went to Charleston. So two of my best friends just moved to Charleston, their roommates, and they're in the PA program at MUSC. So they, Jillian and Haley, it was Jillian's birthday and so basically I lied to her and told her that I couldn't come for her birthday because I was working. And if you don't know, Charleston and Savannah are only two hours apart. So it's like really easy to just like go over there. Um, but yeah, I told her that I couldn't work. I mean, that I couldn't come because I was working. But in actuality, me and Haley were like concocting a plan that I was going to go surprise Jillian for her birthday. And it worked. I was like so nervous the whole time I was driving there. I like woke up early that Monday morning and they had gone to the gym 
And then Jillian was like showering and getting ready for the day for her birthday. And Haley just told her that she was going to be like making her a brunch. And so like not to come out of her room until it was all ready. And so then what she did was she like went and like let me in, like let me up into their apartment. And then I hid in Haley's room. And then she told Jillian to come out and like gave her her gifts. And then she was like, oh, wait, I have one more gift in my room. And then she like went and got me and then I came out and surprised Jillian and she was so surprised. And let me just tell you, like this girl does not like if we'll watch like the saddest movie and she doesn't cry. Like, you know, she's just like that type of person. Y'all, I'm not kidding. She literally teared up when she saw me. So just saying she was very surprised and I guess very happy to see me. So no, but it was such a fun weekend. We... So we made brunch for her for her birthday. She was turning 23 and my other best friend Riley came and we all ate lunch together or brunch and then we went to the beach. We went to Folly Beach and laid out and took some pictures. If you follow me on Instagram at Ariana Mount TV, (laughs) then you saw um, we took some pictures on the beach for her birthday And then everything's kind of back open in South Carolina, just like Georgia. So we were able to go to a rooftop and then we went to dinner. And while we were at dinner, we saw Bill Murray, you know, like the actor, which I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even know who Bill Murray was when Jillian like pointed him out and like freaked out that he was sitting at the table behind us or like a few tables behind us. Um, But, you know, now I know who he is and I realized that was a really big freaking deal. But apparently he has a house in Sullivan's Island. So, yeah, I actually got a picture like Jillian just like sneakily took it like with him like in the background. And then as we were leaving, because we had to pass his table to leave. And so I was just like, well, you know, I can keep it cool and casual, easy breezy. So as we were walking by, I just casually was like, hey, Bill. And my friends were so like, not mad, but just like embarrassed that I did that. But, you know, YOLO. And so he like looked at me and he was like, hey, how are you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm good. How are you? And then I just kept walking and my friends like all wanted to like shrivel up and die. But, you know, once in a lifetime chance to say hey to a celebrity. So I'm just, you know, going to just take it. And it was fun. So, yeah, we saw Bill Murray and I like, tweeted the picture. I was like, yeah, Bill Murray photobombed me the other day. So it was just a really good weekend in Charleston um we got to go to shim creek which is like one of my favorite places and eat out there and yeah just a really good weekend with my friends so that was last weekend right now it just feels so good to kind of get out of town and take those little trips like that just because it's you know we haven't really been able to travel for so long so i think that really just kind of like refreshed me and put me in a really good mood So, you know, normally I do the best part and bad part of each week, but since it's been a minute since I've recorded my last episode, I'm kind of going to do the best part and bad part of the past few weeks. So my best part is kind of superficial, I'm not going to lie, but really it's just been getting to go to the beach. I am just such a summer girl. I love like weather when it's in the 90s is like my prime time. I love sitting out and roasting in the sun. I just seriously like just the sun on your skin. There's just no better feeling. So going to the beach has been really good for me. I've been going to Tybee here, which is about 40 minutes away from me. And then when I was in Charleston, like I said, we went to Folly Beach And I've just really been trying to work on my tan because I was in desperate need of some tan situation. And it's funny because whenever all of the stuff was closed during quarantine, during the like stay at home orders, 
I was dying to get a spray tan. Like I was self tanning at home like a little bit, but I was dying to go get a spray tan. And it's not even like I do that that often. Like I seriously think I've maybe gotten a spray tan like five times in my whole life. But I think too, just like being on camera for work and like just I was so pale and I like normally by the springtime, I at least have been able to lay out a little bit. And so I was just like dying and you know, it's just like you want what you can't have. So yeah, that was kind of annoying and and now they're open, but I just have been getting a natural tan, which is really nice. So that's honestly been the best part is just being able to lay out in the sunshine now that the beaches are back open and get a little tan on. But what's really annoying about me is that I never flip, at least not like until it's like midsummer and I like have a good tan going because every time I lay on my stomach to like tan my back, I just get annoyed that my front isn't getting like that prime sunshine, you know? So right now I have a little bit of a difference on my front and back. So we need to work on that next. That's my next goal. I guess the bad part of these past few weeks really, I mean, besides the obvious of like the whole like pandemic, but kind of going along with that has just been, I've just been in such a weird, like, I just feel like I've been like living through the motions. And I think it's because, you know, when this all happened, it was right at the very beginning of spring. It was actually kind of happened at the end of February. And now I feel like it's kind of, we're starting to get on the other side of it. And it's the end of May. So it's really the whole spring season was kind of just taken away from me, I feel like. And by me, I mean all of us. Just in the sense of like springtime for me is normally when I like to like spring clean and kind of just like refresh, restart, like new growth, like that whole vibe. Like even more than the new year, like I typically will like go through my phone and delete, um, you know, like go through my pictures and delete pictures I don't want, delete unused apps, clean out my closet, like just kind of have a nice like restart. And I was just going through the motions so much trying to figure out like with working from home and just kind of trying to stay on top of my work. Honestly, this was the busiest time I've ever seen with work with just, you know, whenever the coronavirus first started, it was, you know, 80 million news conferences every day, 80 million breaking news stories, which means 80 million emails about like, this is canceled breaking news. This is canceled breaking news. This is canceled breaking news. These are the numbers. Numbers are rising. Um, Everything's shutting down. You have to stay home. You have to wear a mask. This is what we know about the virus. Like it was just all so much every five seconds. It was insane. And so because we were learning such new information, not only about the virus, but like how people were responding to the virus with school shutting down, the governor like canceling things, like sports canceling, like stay at home like all of that it was just very like you know you could report something and an hour later it was completely wrong because it was outdated because new information came out that sort of thing so just like the pressure to stay on top of every email and every news story it really was a lot and I just it was just very like wake up read the news like what happened overnight okay report on it okay what what else is broken since the last time I checked report on it go to bed, work, like rinse, repeat, you know, like it was just a really weird cycle where I feel like I never stopped working and it was just honestly very exhausting, but I think it was also, or it is also a very important time to be working in the media. And I do feel very, very thankful that I have this job, have a job, but also have this job where, you know, during the coronavirus pandemic, people that never really watch the news are now turning the news on to know what the heck is going on. So to be able to 
be able to deliver information to keep people safe, I think is um, a really cool part of my job and a really cool responsibility that I'm lucky enough to have. So I'm not trying to complain with saying that I was overwhelmed with work, but it's just, you know, it was a lot, a lot for everyone and whatever your current situation is. Um, so I just kind of felt like I was living through the motions and now that things are starting to open back up, it, I feel like I can breathe, you know, it just feels good. So that was the bad part, but the good news is that it is, you know, it's, it's getting better now. So now let's talk about my current favorite. This is a really exciting one. I honestly can't remember if I've talked about it on the podcast already, but if I have, then just know that like it really is a current favorite because it still is the best thing right now. And that is the Vio Life Vegan Mozzarella Cheese. So the brand is Vio Life and it's a mozzarella. I get the shredded cheese um, and it's vegan. So, and the good thing is, is that it doesn't have any soy. So I think it's made out of like coconut oil and some other stuff, but it really does taste like cheese. It melts like cheese and I really like it. So if I'm not completely vegan, I have a whole episode on my plant-based diet experience, that sort of thing. Um, But dairy does hurt my stomach. So even if I eat like other stuff that's not vegan, I try not to eat dairy just because it doesn't make me feel the best. And this cheese is really so good. So I actually ate it some today for breakfast. I made a little omelet situation with some eggs and some um, like spinach sauteed. And I put a little bit of the cheese in there. I made it with um, like oven nachos one time. And it really does melt so well. So you should definitely try it out. I just get it at Publix. It's in the section. Like it's in the produce section, at least at my Publix, between like, okay, you know, like the vegetables that like they do like the rainstorm on. It's like in between those and the orange juice. And there's like a little vegan section. And I know this brand, Bio Life, they do other cheeses. Like I think they even have like a feta and they do like sliced cheddar, shredded cheddar. And I haven't tried any of the other ones, but the mozzarella is really good. And I would recommend trying it if you haven't. Also, another favorite, has anyone else noticed there has been such good new music out? Seriously. So I'm working on a playlist right now. It's summer 2020 playlist and I'm really excited. So make sure... I guess once I finish it, I'll like be sure to link it on my podcast Instagram or like link it in a story or something. But there's so much good new music out and just very like I love good summer music, you know, just for like long drives and beach and boats and the whole that whole thing. So yeah, I'll make that playlist. But one that comes to the top of my head right now is Rain On Me, the Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande song. It is so good. If you haven't listened to it, it's a good summer bop. So I'd recommend going to look that up, you know, after you finish this episode, of course. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the topic of this episode, a little life update, if you will. I kind of already touched on some things at the beginning of this episode, but let's get into the nitty gritty here because, yeah, it's just, we, we need to chat, you know, we need to sit down and have a nice little catch up chat. Does anyone else have that like one friend where you can go and you might not talk every day, but then whenever you do talk, you have like a three hour life update. My friend for that is Riley. We seriously, I mean, we just work such different schedules and like when we were in college, we were at different schools. So we wouldn't be able to talk that much, but whenever we sit down and talk to each other, call, FaceTime, whatever, we seriously will talk for like three hours minimum, I swear. 
And we're both the type of person that likes to tell every detail of every story. So when we tell stories, it's like, yeah, so I was sitting at home. I was wearing this like red t-shirt. And then I was just thinking to myself, this and this and this. And then I looked at my phone and he texted me and he said this. And then I said, like, you know, it's like every detail. So that's why I think it takes us so long to update each other on our lives. But I just like love friends like that. So I don't know. I just feel like that's what this is. This episode, the situation is going to be. But I promise I won't make it super long because he wants to listen to me talk for like three hours. No one. Okay. Besides Riley. Huh? Shout out to you. <laughs> um, okay. So... I kind of mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you know, like quarantine this, quarantine that, and was using it in the past tense. And that's because honestly, things really do feel like they are back to normal here in Georgia. So if you don't know, which I'm sure you do, because it's been all over the news about how like our governor, Governor Kemp is like opening things too soon, blah, blah, blah. Um, But basically, everything is open right now, except for venues like concert venues, bars, clubs, like that whole situation. Those aren't open, but nail salons, hair salons, beaches, gyms, restaurants, indoor and outdoor, and even rooftop bars are all allowed to be open right now. I can go eat in at a restaurant right now. I can go shopping. Not all stores are open and not all restaurants are open. You know, it is up to the owner's decision, obviously, but they are legally allowed to be open. So a lot of them are open just because, you know, they were closed for so long and they want that revenue. So I do feel very lucky, but I do realize that the virus is still out there. And so personally, I am still wearing masks, especially when I'm working. Um, When I go to the grocery store, I wear a mask. The tricky part that I'm trying to figure out right now is when you go out to eat, and if you're in Georgia or anywhere else where things are open, let me know. If When you go out to eat, do you wear a mask? Because I was interviewing this restaurant owner the other day about what his expectations were going into Memorial Day weekend with tourists and things coming here. And he was feeling frustrated that customers weren't wearing masks when they came into the cafe. And I understand why, you know, you want people from the public to be wearing masks as a restaurant owner. But I'm just curious to know, like, where, because then you take it off to eat, obviously. So when do you wear it? So I just want to know. I'm curious to know. Do you wear masks when you're eating out? Let me know. Um, But that's the thing. It's like we, things are quote unquote normal around here in Georgia, as normal as they can be, because, you know, you go out And for the most part, people are wearing masks. Um, That depends on where you go. Like, they recommend you wear a mask on the beaches right now, but do people do that? No, the majority of them don't. So it really kind of just does depend. But I would say when I go to the grocery store, the majority of people are wearing masks. When I go, um, I was in Chipotle the other day, like, because they're not doing dine-in right now. So just like picking up some food and everyone in there, the staff and all the customers that were just like going in to grab some food, Everyone was wearing masks. So, you know, it is quote unquote normal, but it's not because, you know, normal means you're not wearing masks. But there's even some businesses here. There's a local market that I actually did a story on that is requiring their customers to wear masks. When I was in anthropology the other day, they had a sign on the door that said, like, please wear a mask, please cover your face. So just a very interesting time, but I do feel very lucky that I'm able to live in a state where things are open and you can go engage in those activities if you want to, if you feel safe in doing so. So that um, has been kind of nice for me. 
I have been doing my own nails, though. I haven't actually um, gone to the nail salon since they opened back up because my favorite one is still isn't open. So I'm just kind of waiting. I know that I should probably just go to another one. But you know when you just like have your nail salon that you love and like the worker there that you love, like my um, nail tech that I always try and schedule with her name is Jenny. And I like miss her. I really do. And so I only want her to do my nails because she does such a good job. So I'm waiting for them to be open. I need to give them a call tomorrow and see if they're open. Um, but yeah, I've been doing my own nails, which is interesting. I haven't done them by myself in so long. And I just forget how normal nail polish just does not last very long. So that's been kind of annoying. Um, as far as working, I guess that's my last little update is what work's been like. Um, I still am working from home. So we started working from home right around St. Patrick's Day, that time frame. And we've been working from home ever since. Um, I've been to the station a few times to like pick up some things, but you know, no one was there. So it's just been very, very interesting working from home. My kitchen table has turned into my desk, my office, if you will. So I'm kind of ready. I am actually not kind of, I am so ready to get back into the station, see my coworkers, have that like social interaction again because I live alone too. So like, hello. Um, and then also just be able to come home and stop thinking about work, you know, as much as possible. Because right now it's like, I just look and I see like I'm in my living room, but my kitchen table is like in my living room, you know, so I just like see my work stuff. And so it's like constantly on my brain and it's kind of hard to turn off. So it will be nice to kind of have all of that um, out. But I guess the good parts of working from home is that I get to sleep in a little later and things are a little more accessible and I've been able to cook um, like lunch and stuff while I've been working, which is nice. And normally I don't get to do that. So there are some pluses for sure, but I think the cons definitely outweigh the pros. Like, um, my internet is so slow here, so I'm ready to get back to, you know, the ethernet at work. (laughs) Who says ethernet? Okay, I gotta go. But yeah, so we're still working from home. I'm still am doing a few like FaceTime, Zoom interviews, But for the most part, you know, since people are back to work as far as like restaurants and businesses and stuff like that, it is a little bit easier to be interviewing people normally again in person. So I've been doing that, but, you know, still taking the same precautions of wearing a mask, hand sanitizer, socially distancing, that whole thing. So work, work has been pretty much the same over the past few months. Um, but hopefully we will be getting back to the station soon whenever our company decides it is safe for us to do so. So I know I've been watching a ton of like TV and Netflix and everything right now, just from being at home more and who hasn't honestly. So I'm curious to know what you guys are watching and if you have any recommendations that you would like to share, but I am right now I'm watching season two of dead to me If you haven't seen this show, it's a Netflix original, I'm pretty sure. And I watched season one um, last summer. Actually, me and my friend Taylor on the Vineyard. It was like a rainy day one day and we didn't have to work. And we sat there and watched, I'm not kidding, the entire first season. The entire first season, start to finish in one day. We just like sat on the couch and it was raining. There was nothing else to do. And we'd finish an episode and then we'd look at each other. Do you want to watch another one? Yeah. And then the next, do you want to watch another one? And it's so good. It's like, um, I guess kind of like a murder mystery, but I typically don't do well with that kind of stuff because I get scared easily. But this one's like, it's like funny and it's like a sitcom. So it's good. I really like it. 
and season two just came out so I just started that and it is really good like every episode leaves you like what like it's I would highly recommend I also just finished watching Outer Banks which was good honestly it was a little slow to get into like the first I would say like two episodes were kind of slow but then it picked up and it was really good like okay I don't spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet this is a tiny spoiler, but whenever John B. and Sarah, like, finally get together, like, when they go to UNC, that's when I started liking it. Like, I liked that development, but before that, I was kind of just like, eh, whatever. So, I finished that. I'm ready for season two, which probably won't be out for a while, but um, that that actually was filmed in Charleston, I found out. So, it's set in Outer Banks, which is North Carolina, but they actually filmed it in Charleston, which is cool. And there's, like, little um, little things, like, little references to Charleston like there was one part where they said like oh he's going to Shem Creek and that's in Charleston so I thought that was funny and then I've also at night when I can't like when I need something to watch before I go to bed I've been re-watching Parks and Rec and I watched this like I think while I was maybe in college I was gonna say maybe at the end of high school even like a while ago and it is just so funny like if you haven't watched it I love 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 Parks and Rec so I've been watching that too but whenever I finish um, Dead to Me, the second season, I'm going to need another show. So I really want to know your recommendations because I like funny. I like like I think Dead to Me is similar to Jane the Virgin and the fact that it's like funny, but also a little bit of crime. But when things are just like straight crime, I don't do that. But I kind of I can do like the balance between the two. So or I just like funny or just like girly shows. So if you have any recommendations for me, let me know. I'm really missing Friends. Friends is my all-time favorite TV show, and they ripped it off Netflix with little warning, and I just haven't been the same ever since then. It's actually a really sensitive subject, so I gotta move on, but yeah, I need your current TV show binge what you're watching, and that'd be good. All right, so let's get into a little bit of pop culture to end off the episode. I don't have too much for you, but I did see today that Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhart broke up. So this probably means more to the people who watched Riverdale and never watched that. But I've like followed along the relationship between Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhart um, just because they're really cute together. And they dated for three years, according to E! News. So I'm not sure why they broke up. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't read the E! News article about it. I didn't click the link in bio, even though, you know, that normally does suck me in. I will tell you. But I saw it and I was like, oh they broke up like really I cannot believe that so maybe I'll go read that later and update you guys or you can just go read it yourself but I cannot believe that they broke up and I know that everyone who's a huge Riverdale fan is sad because of that I also saw I think last week that they are making a Legally Blonde 3 now I have mixed emotions on this because typically whenever they do like a reboot um of a movie or whatever especially when it's been this long since the last one it's a little cheesy and it's a little watered down and it just like never lives up to my expectations you know so like Mean Girls 2 what what even was that or Life Size 2 what was that like you know what I mean I just hope it's not one of those because those are just horrible but I do have good expectations for this because unlike uh Mean Girls and Life Size sequels to those this is still going to have Reese Witherspoon in it, which is good. We love Reese. Um, and so 
if they just like tried to do it where it didn't have her, that would just be bad. Wait, wasn't there like a legally, there was like a legally blondes movie, right? Am I just, no, that's what it was called, right? With those twins. And that didn't have Reese in it. Wait, I need to Google this to make sure that I'm not going crazy. That was like a memory that I didn't know I had, but I'm pretty sure they made that. Yeah. Oh my God. Here it is. In 2009 to, yeah, it was this. Okay. So it says the spinoff family comedy revolving the two younger cousins of Elle Woods. Yeah, I knew it. And they were like British or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope it's not. I mean, honestly, when I was little, I liked that movie, but I hope it's like actually like really good, you know, and I did see that Mindy, um, I don't know her last name, but Mindy, the girl from The Office, she's plays a character in The Office. I think her name's Kelly in The Office. I don't know. I never watched The Office, but she is the one writing it and she's a comedian. So maybe it'll be funny if she's writing it. It'll be good. For some reason, I have this like vendetta against her because... (laughs) so stupid but in college this guy told me that I reminded him of her like not in looks obviously but like in our personalities and she's so she's like that like creepy like ditzy she's ditzy and she's like creepy as in like obsessed with like a guy on the office I'm pretty sure just like from the few episodes I've seen but she's also just like really dumb so I'm like what what about me makes like, I don't know. I was very offended by the comment, but she's a comedian. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe you think I'm funny. Like, thanks. But other than that, no, I don't want to be associated with her. Like, she's plays such a dumb character. So yeah, I have this vendetta against her ever since then. So, but maybe if she's writing that movie is what I'm trying to say that it might be pretty good. Who knows? <laughs> okay. So I think that wraps up this episode. Just a little, you know, life update. But I think next week it'll be really good to talk about getting out of a rut and how to stay motivated because I know a lot of us still are in quarantine and still are staying at home and it's been a long freaking time of staying at home. So I'm sure a lot of you guys are feeling like, you know, you're in a rut, you're unmotivated. It's the same thing over and over again. And honestly, I'm sure it is frustrating to see like other parts of the country opening back up when all you want to do is go out to a restaurant like I feel ya, I feel ya, I was there. So I want to focus next week's episode kind of on, you know, things you can do to stay motivated and stay inspired while you're still stuck at home kind of doing your same quarantine routine. I was actually talking to someone the other day just like about like life and like my hobbies and stuff and I was like yeah like I'm just a very creative person and they're like oh well like like how like what do you do and I was like oh my god like I can't even say that like I am a creative person but like I haven't been doing anything to kind of like let my creative juices out you know like I typically love podcasting and I had a blog for a while and just like even Instagramming and I haven't really been doing any of that and I was like that's why I feel weird that's why I don't feel like myself So it feels really nice and kind of like refreshing in a way to get back into this. And like I said, I'm going to be posting on my new um, Instagram for this podcast at the perfect amount podcast. So I've been having fun kind of creating some content for that as well. And just kind of thinking up some ideas of how to get that social media train going. So yeah, that'll be next week's episode. So make sure to come back and tune into how to get out of a rut and how to stay motivated. Okay, so I'm going to end off this episode with a quote. I got this one off Pinterest. And if you've learned anything about me through this podcast, then you probably know that I really love a good short and to the point quote. And that's exactly what this one is. So it says, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. 
Number one, I just liked it because of the alliteration. You know, I am a writer. I can appreciate the the writing technique in it. But also, I thought it was very appropriate for the situation that we're in right now with coronavirus because it is it does suck right now, you know? Like, everything's so different. Everything's very rough. But, like the quote says, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. So you kind of have to go through some stuff to, you know, once you get to the other side, it shapes you and you learn from it. And I think that if you um, look at this situation in your current life situation in the right way, then you can learn something from it and become, you know, a skilled sailor at the end of it. So that's my inspiration for this week. Make sure if you're listening to this on Spotify that you follow this podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give me a star rating and give me a little review if you're feeling it. And we're also available on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. And I will see you next week.